This evening we watched the 1985 classic Return of the Living Dead. Classic. Yes, it has been a while since I've seen this movie and I really wanted to see it again and I I talked to you about it and you said you hadn't seen it yet. Never saw so it. So I was like this is perfect cuz this is right up our at both of our alleys in terms of movies that we both said we liked and uh, the ones that we reviewed and enjoyed. Yeah. So definitely. it was uh it, I knew it was just be a perfect fit for this was, podcast too. It made me laugh, it made me cry. <laughs> it it had everything in it. It, it was, was perfect. It was a well of emotions. <laughs> it really was. So yes, Return of the Living Dead. I'll I'll go over the little synopsis that I copy and pasted. Um, Return of the Living Dead is a 1985 American horror comedy film written and directed by David o- or Dan O'Bannon. The film tells the story of how a warehouse owner, accompanied by his two employees, mortician friend, and a group of teenage punks, deal with the accidental release of a horde of brain-hungry zombies onto an unsuspecting town. Uh. The film is known for introducing the popular concept of zombies eating brains as opposed to just eating human flesh like previous zombie iterations, as well as the soundtrack, which features several notable death rock and punk bands of the era. The film was a critical success and performed moderately well at the box office. Its enduring popularity has spawned four sequels and turned it into a cult classic. Which it certainly is. Definitely. Yeah. I I can say I've I've watched this movie several times. I, mm-hmm. every every couple of years I bring it out and watch it. Usually around Halloween too, which is kinda weird. I don't know why. It doesn't ever really have that feeling, but like <laughs> True. I don't know. It's it just fits the vibe. It does kinda fit the vibe of Halloween for yeah. sure. You know, it's got the it's kinda campy and kooky and mm-hmm. it the music is silly and Definitely. like the synth the music. music and like it's the awesome. weird shit that just happens in the movie, like <laughs> It just, it does, I think it's one of probably the perfect Halloween movies, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Obviously, every year you watch the classics, like Halloween, of course, course. John John Carpenter's classic. Of course. Um, You know, Trick or Treat. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Um, I don't think so. We should watch that. That's a really, it's more of a modern one. Probably not. Yeah. But I'm down to watch. It's good. It's, it's, again, it's in the same vein, like. It's kind of silly. It's kind of dark humor, All like. Right. But like, it's definitely horror. But it's just fun, you know. It's just fun Halloweeny type of fun. It's fun Halloweeny type of fun. Yes, Halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Halloween-y. So yeah. Um. So I. We should just jump in the fun facts because honestly, dude. There are a ton a of fun facts and oopsie daisies and all sorts of fun crap going on here. I know just here. a few oopsies. <laughs> yeah, there are. Yeah, there were a couple in there. Um, the one thing I did notice as I was glancing over these notes is some of them are conflicting. So if I start to read one that sounds like it's uh, conflicting with one that I read previously, these are posted by users like people, assholes like us who just watched the movie. So okay. it's possible they were mistaken. Like one of the persons in uh, somewhere mentioned that the two characters, Bert and Ernie, were based off of the Sesame Street characters, Bert and Ernie. But there's <laughs> another comp, there's another post that says later on that that's not true. That's actually has nothing to do with it. So we'll get into it. But anyway, fun facts. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. So this I did not know already. Um, that the film was actually a first a novel by John Russo called Return of the Living Dead. Hmm. So I had no idea that it was a novel beforehand. And so the little story behind this is, this I did know, uh, when uh, John Russo and George A. Romero parted ways after they made Night of the Living Dead, their classic film, yep. um, 
there's a big legal battle and issues and stuff happened. But uh, basically, John Russo, he retained the rights for any movie with Living Dead in the title. So, And George Romero was also then free by relinquishing that to make any other sequels that he wanted. So he took the, on the Of the Dead. So Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, right. Land of the Dead, all okay. those movies. So those were all George Romero's, who the late George Romero, who just recently passed away, actually. Ooh. So this John Russo guy, he took the Return of the Living Dead and mm-hmm. he just went forward with it. So um, originally, uh, John Russo and his producer, Tom Fox, they wanted to make uh, Return of the Living Dead in, in 3D and have Toby Hooper direct it, okay. uh, who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, yeah, so it was kind of like, kind of a cool thing. So um, And in 3D. And in 3D. This Whoa. is back in the 80s, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so obviously that fell through, okay. um, and uh, 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 Dan O'Bannon uh, was brought on to... Uh, um, to give us like kind of polish up the script he was eventually offered the role of director um he took the role as a director only if uh he could uh, uh change the script okay and um apparently the script that uh, this uh, dan o'bannon guy has is in the movie that we have now is very it's almost nothing like the original script um, really? and what was in the original novel so <laughs> i would i was really curious to see like if what the original novel's about. Yeah. What so, did he keep it from the novel and obviously what, what right did he what do changed outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah, so he apparently later on, John Russo, uh the guy who wrote or the Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. he, he later made a, another faithful adaptation, a novel of the this the movie, uh a novelization of the movie. And uh so it'd be I'm kinda interested to see like the difference, first of all, between the two novels and then, um, you know, the original that he had and then this one that actually was a novelization of the movie that got changed dramatically from the novel that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's just interesting. Um, so the reason why uh, they did it was uh, because O'Bannon's, uh, uh, Dan O'Bannon's script uh, differed from Romero's and uh, they, it took a more of a comical tone, obviously, as you could tell. Yeah, so it's a definitely. lot more funny. It has more slapstick and a little morbid humor and stuff like that. So you definitely saw that. Yeah. And it's got more. I love that stuff. Yeah, it's of course. Great. Morbid humor, violence, crazy amounts of unnecessary nudity, you know, all these things <laughs> just are like just great. Random. Right? What? I love that. That's yeah, my that favorite part of the movie. <laughs> just the, oh, God. So, so. Did they have to go that deep into... All the craziness, the yes, party. they did. Yeah, the <laughs> yes, partying in the cemetery. Uh, we'll get into it, but man, I just, I just love that part. Like, oh man, get some light over here. Trash is taking off her clothes again. It's pulling just out like, flares and well, yeah, he's just got it at the ready. It's like a, an eighties metal like yeah. music video. It's like, like this is what teenagers do on a Friday night. Yeah, break into a cemetery. Break into a cemetery, strip like down. Naked. It's like. It's like every forty-five-year-old stuck-up parent's worst, like very yeah. vision of terrible teenagers. What's like, my daughter doing what's tonight? My daughter? Let me tell you, she's dancing nude on some gravestones <laughs> and her while people with flares like, swing around <laughs> behind her and dance. And her name is Trash. Trash. <laughs> oh, and this isn't man. the first time she's done it because no, yeah. obviously again, again, she's like, taking off her clothes again. again. All right, everybody, and everyone Turn up lines up and starts getting ready. Oh jeez! <laughs> what are you on? What are you high on? <laughs> high on whatever life. it was, I want whatever she had because that, that she looked like she was having a good old time for that sure. Zombie drug must have been PCP, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this I thought was interesting. So uh, the movie's set 
in Louisville, Kentucky. They mentioned that a couple times, mm-hmm. but um, it was filmed in California, obviously. I, th- I thought it was in L.A. Yeah, it looked like it. It, it was like, totally L.A. It kind of had that like, yeah. feel. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but uh, uh, the only scene that was actually filmed in Louisville, Kentucky, was the shot in front of the gate of the cemetery. So that was the only shot. And oh. then uh, okay. um, the Louisville police uniforms and patrol cars were all period correct at the time, apparently. So that is a fun fact. I, like I had fun reading it, and you had fun listening to it, right? I did. <clears throat> um, this was interesting. So the Tar Man zombie, that really cool one that was in the basement, yeah. uh, he was performed by uh, actor and puppeteer uh, Alan uh, Trotman. Trotman. Tra- Troutman? Okay. And uh, he's best known for his work on Jim Henson's The Muppets. Oh, so nice. yeah, he's uh, kind he's of, a professional. He sure is. <laughs> he sure is. Um, what else is on here? Wait, Wait was that the lady? No, the, that was the Tar Man one. The tar- one that. The, oh the, yeah, yeah. Okay. Brains. The big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the one, one the prying open the. Yes. <laughs> locker. Yeah, the one who was smart How enough is he to so smart to chain the thing around and pull wow. the lock off. Yeah, that was that was him. <laughs> there are so many fun facts. He's clever. So, um, this is interesting. So yeah, obviously this is the first. Uh, every pretty much every time there's like a uh, like a parody of zombies, it's always them moaning brains or something mm-hmm. like that. And that yeah. uh, obviously came from this movie. Like that, this is where that started. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is because it's like that is so like. That's People, what zombies do. That's like, what zombies do. Knows. It became, but it's not that old though. You know, like that's eighty-five is you True. know thirty, uh, thirty-two, thirty-three years old. So it's not like it's not you know, that old. No, it's, it's not really like, not. Everybody knows like vampires suck blood, and that's right, probably that's like been thousands around for like <laughs> fucking centuries. You know, yeah, since like eighteen hundred, zombies eating brains has only been around for like thirty years, but it has become like a part of the the lexicon of zombie. Definitely. You know, zombie dumb. It's like yeah. it's like oh, zombies want brains. It's like that's it. So it's, I, that's kind of interesting. Freedom. This film was so impactful that it like literally changed that's awesome. zombies and the way we make fun of them. Like you know. Yeah. And I think the humor in that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this part always fucked me up. So the the part where they have the the old lady zombie who's all half torso, you know, yeah. just from the spinal cord up and whatnot. And uh, she says, like, you know, the eating the brains eases the pain of death yeah. and, like, rotting. I saw this movie for the first time when I was, like, 10 or 11 years old <laughs> that part <laughs> fucked me up still to this day no like honestly after I that die. after i heard her say that i was like i want to be cremated when i die <laughs> i i kid you not i shit you not this movie is the reason why i decided that i want to be cremated because Probably did that to a lot of kids yeah, too. Like, i'm sure Whoa. i'm sure i'm not the only one i'm yeah. the, i'm not the only one you let me know because i have i <laughs> leave was a, like a comment leave a comment if anyone's listening if you but, are the only only not the, the only one the feeling herself rot like that fuck that weirded me out i don't know that's pretty creepy yeah it's it's very creepy right <laughs> i don't know how long was she rotting for because that's that's a lot of pain for a long time it is a lot of pain yeah <laughs> but um so yeah i mean this has been this has been spoofed in uh uh, you know, South Park and The Simpsons mm-hmm. and uh, just like 
everywhere. Like this has been like mimicked and and parodied over and over again. So, like I said, it's become like a part of zombie dumb. Like it is. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how impactful this one little movie was out of the literal thousands of other zombie movies out there. Like this is the one that started that and put planted that seed that kind of developed. But uh, some other fun facts about the movie: the budget for this movie uh, was only four million dollars at the time. So probably at the time pretty expensive. But yeah. uh, by today's standards, four million dollars is like low oh, budget. You yeah, know? that's pretty dear. Um, pretty cheap. Yeah, it grossed its money back its opening weekend. Perfect. Um, yep. That's cool. So that's good. And then uh, the gross uh, total in the U.S. was fourteen million dollars. So not oh, too bad on a four nice. million dollar budget. And this is back in like old in the eighty five yeah. days. So. I and mean, that's like with social media marketing and crap now, like yeah, you can imagine yeah. it would be like that's all like just word of mouth, especially the really? first weekend or the first week it's open, like word of mouth of getting your money back. Like that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That must be it's it's good and it's spreading around the country quick. Yeah. Go watch that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so apparently there's a phony disclaimer that precedes the movie. I didn't see this, but it says that the events portrayed in this film are all true. The names are real. The names of the people. I saw that in the beginning. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay. Oh, it precedes the movie. I thought it was after the movie. Okay. So, yeah, I did see that then. I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, I loved how they tied it into the original Night of the Living Dead, though. That was uh, I always thought that was really cool. Okay. How I didn't see that one. He talked about, uh, it was very in the very beginning where he talked about to the kid, he's like, hey, you remember that movie Night of the Living Dead? And the guy's, Freddy's like, yeah, oh, I yeah. remember it. The yeah. zombie movie? He's like, well, that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And this army fucked up and sent That's him here. That's right. You know, and he's like, what? He's like, in the movie, everyone, the world got taken over. He's like, you changed it for the movie. <laughs> you know, and uh, that's kind of how it started. So I've always thought that was really clever because that was like the first time as a kid again, like me watching that where I saw something like breaking the fourth wall. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I could definitely, I don't know. It was just crazy to me. <laughs> I When I blew my little 10 year old mind for sure. Whoa. But, uh, <laughs> Jesus, there's so many fun facts. So let's keep going. Um, Too many. Can't even count. What number are we on? Yeah, we are. I didn't, I did not, uh, Can't even count. I did not start, uh, counting these. So here we go. Um, let's see. So, uh, this is interesting. And in, in an unprecedented move, a fan film started an internet campaign to get the movie released on DVD. Going beyond simple fan petitions, Michael Aldred created a web page consolidating every bit of news relating to the film and contacted many of the film's principals, including the writer and director. Uh, he went on to put uh, O'Bannon in touch with MGM Studios that owned the film and began uh, work on getting the film released on DVD. Uh, O'Bannon and others who worked on the film accredited Aldred and his campaign for getting the movie released on DVD, also on Blu-ray. So that's kind of cool. Nice. So this, because of this guy, we have this movie now on DVD and Blu-ray, and then... Yeah possibly streaming too so i mean how many movies of the vhs era never got a dvd true copy that just there's nothing no digital copy of it anywhere so it's just we're never going to see it again you know Mm -hmm. i mean that's i mean that's going to be crazy that's pretty crazy you know it's like that's nuts there's something that is never going to (laughs) happen and that was one guy who one guy started an internet campaign for it yeah um this is interesting uh, some of the zombie the uh, zombie extras were paid more to eat real calf brains in the film. Um, <laughs> yeah, just for the illusion of like eating brains. Uh, this is cool too. So the director didn't want the actors to do anything he wasn't willing to do himself. So he ate uh, raw calf brains first in front of all of them, <laughs> or not calf brains, calf brains. I'm calf sorry, brains. Yeah. <laughs> calf brains. Calf brains. Jesus, it's <laughs> like a morbid turn. Why is it better that's a, it's a cow? I don't know. Why is it okay that I? It's not like you eat someone's calf brains. Pet. 
Are you sure? People can have pet cows. Oh, of course they can, but yeah. cats are definitely more like, oh, fluffy. Right. It's just like, the, oh, they've become stomach. so tame and so <laughs> docile. And just, a True. cat is something you but pet in your lap, but a cow is something you eat and drink. Cows it's are so sweet, though, too. Baby juice. But <laughs> that baby juice is for its babies. Oh, yeah. It's the pus <laughs> for the, the cat. for the baby. Not for you. Um, Lactose intolerant, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, here we, this is good. Oh uh, wait, before we carry on, yes, hold your mic like this, and the table is shaking, and all the cameras are. Oh, is it? So let's just be a little bit more cautious. I'm sorry. I'm viewers. sorry. This it's is the good. first time we're filming. So and here I'll move it out like that. Is that better? Perfect. Okay, cool. So uh, this is interesting. So while tr- uh, shooting the tr- the scene with trash dancing on the gravestone, yeah. the actress um, was completely naked and showed pubic hair. Uh, which was the norm in the 80s. The mm-hmm. producer uh, had just so happened to visit the shoot that day, and he threw a fit, and he yelled at the director that's saying, hey, you can't show pubes on television. So the director was like, okay, uh, sent her back and had her shave. And then uh, he came back, or she came back, obviously, to finish the shoot. And then uh, <laughs> the uh, guy was even more pissed. Sorry, I hit my glasses there with the mic. <laughs> he was even more pissed because you could see, like, everything, obviously. Yeah. Um, so uh, they <laughs> sent the actress do? over to uh, um, the uh, uh, Bill Munns and William Stout, which I don't know who they are. Um, I'm sure they're, like, makeup guys or something. And they were able to make a, a crotch piece uh, resembling the bottom of a tree string, and they glued it on. And according to the actress, uh, uh, this was a bit of a problem um, since every time she had to go to the bathroom, they had to remove it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so there are actually no shots of her completely naked with the crotch area, even though it looked like it. Yeah. So that was pretty, that was pretty interesting. I was surprised. I'm like, she's totally naked. Yeah, like, it was so weird. That always weirded that? me out as a like, kid. I don't know. Geez. That scene always freaked me out and turned me on at the same time. It was just like, <laughs> I wanted. don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> now I know. That now type of trashy girl stuff gets me going but <laughs> trash trash and her name is trash too oh geez i love it there's uh, nothing more fitting than that i love that so part funny. that's so amazing <laughs> um let's see what else do we have i i went through and i bolded some of these because these are uh um some of them are pretty good Oh, geez. There's so much here, so man. Thousands it's, and thousands. There's literally thousands. hundreds. Um, the movie was shot in six weeks. Wow. Right? That's what I'm saying. Six weeks to shoot that's, all that. That's pretty fucking impressive, I mean, man. Yeah. That's special that? effects, and that's like all that stuff going on. Because, I mean, this wow. wasn't like back like this isn't like today where you do all of the special effects and stuff in post like they had to actually have the puppeteers and stuff on set doing yeah. these stuff you know that the face the we we noticed that uh when the woman was on the table on the gurney and they were making her head move you could see like them like you could tell that someone was just under the table making a move but like it was so mm-hmm. realistic yeah wasn't it like, like the spine moving yeah with it was the jarring shaking. still like, even oh, after wow. all this time yeah. after 30 some odd years man like it's still like really good I, it looked amazing mm-hmm. and you don't like you, you can't get that with like computers and stuff because there's always going to be better renderings and stuff like that later on eventually it'll get to the point where it's indiscernible from reality it's almost like right there right yeah, right now it's pretty close but uh still like there's something to say about that uh that technique and everything you know it's absolutely just like it it it's needs to be treasured for sure because if mm-hmm. it, it, it we can't have 
Like, and there's still a place for that type of stuff too. Like oh, yeah. every couple of years, there's a horror movie that comes out, like The Void. That's you know, right. that's like it touts and it, like it hangs its hat on the fact that it like it is a, uh, a you know practical effects movie mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, I, I give a lot of shit to um, CGI and stuff like that, which is I love CGI and yeah, it looks not great. Bad, yeah, it's not bad when it's done well, but there's something unique and talented about that whole like making some chopping someone's head off and making it look fucking real you know (laughs) making it sound real too true Um, the cemetery this is another funny one the cemetery is called resurrection cemetery oh yeah how fitting right right. yeah (laughs) where are you at resurrection cemetery was he on the phone calling the uh yeah he did call the phone he said resurrection cemetery um the actor tom matthews uh who played freddie he got his ear pierced for the role so okay. that is some dedication right nice. there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that here's just another comment about the story. Um, something about the freezer door. Oh, geez. Freezer door. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The freezer the door lock. Stuck. I don't know what that means. It's just the code for the freezer door. It was 22, 4, and Camera's 10. moving. I'm sorry. I was t- tapping the key. I'll just hit it. <laughs> Um, the director makes a cameo as the helicopter officer. He's the voice of the helicopter officer. Oh, okay. So that was a fun fact. Nice. So, um, yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, uh, the, oh, the trash foreshadowing her death scene, obviously, because oh, yeah. she said, like, how, <laughs> you know, the thing that's going to make, like, how she, like, her most horrible way to die is to be torn apart and eaten alive by old men and, you know, not 20 minutes later, she gets torn apart and you know, yeah. by a bunch of ancient zombies. So exactly. that was kind of cool. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so oopsie daisies. So this is where we get into where the movie fucked up. And there's a lot of these too. Um, so uh, apparently when the zombie radio is for more paramedics in the background, you see a zombie eating and uh, someone just laid back on their elbows, just hanging out and chilling. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but no. apparently that's uh, in the movie. Wait, when was it? What scene This is it? when the zombie radio is for more paramedics. Okay. Yeah. I remember more, said more paramedics. <laughs> you did that with the cops too. Said more with the cops. cops. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently there's someone just kind of hanging chilling. out in the background, chilling oh, out. We're recording. Um, the radio dispatcher, uh, uh, she says we have a 1032 from EMS request a code 1051 code 3 the official police code 10 defines a 1032 is a man with a gun a 1051 is a wrecker needed which must mean a like tow truck okay um and a code 3 is uh emergency uh lights and siren um so code 3 was the only reference they correctly used in that little little tidbit so all right yeah that's going deep it is going deep that's why i love these oopsie daisies (laughs) man because these are submitted by users again who watch the movie so like it's like it's not just like people who notice who like no are like fans of film notice these fuck-ups but like everyday people like you and i like somebody who's probably a dispatcher is like well that's not the right code for calling that that." like when we were watching chucky and we saw we read the comment about how like it's not in a medical like facility setting how they are like no shit you know they just go deep into but the... they went deep into it and yeah. they're absolutely right because it is and like True. so that's why i love about this is it like it allows people from many backgrounds to comment on it and like the, you know put their little own spice of life on it i guess um so i thought that was kind of funny uh, this this part this i did notice right away and i thought well maybe it's just uh a fuck up because uh you know but I'll, I'll read it first so um at the very beginning when frank is reading the order to uh freddie 
um, he says we need two female skeletons with perfect teeth, and he makes a big deal mm-hmm. about how to fill the order and like fill the thing, but they only ever box up one skeleton. Yeah. So I noticed that maybe they're <laughs> gonna throw another one on top of it. Maybe there was one underneath oh, it already. I, I never really that. thought about it, but like that was uh, I did notice that for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, when Frank locks the door to free uh, to the freezer containing the frozen zombie, it has mm-hmm. a white door. Uh, later, the door is opened by Freddy. Uh, after which Birch bl- uh, bludgeons the zombie with the mining axe. Where the fuck did they get that, too, by the way? He just, like, yeah. had it. Uh, he, he and the door is a completely frame. different color. Uh, it's dark, tarnished metal instead of painted white. That's oh. kind of interesting. Huh. Yeah, but he, yeah where he the ran f- out of frame. Where did he get that pickaxe from? Axe. It's a medical supply company. Is it like? <laughs> is that a sterile pickaxe, Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. Probably just, not. But what a great place to like have the movie like unfold. Like I just the, the oh, yeah, setting itself location. is just so yeah. funny. Like you know the cats, like the the half dogs and animals, <laughs> like <laughs> moving, like. <laughs> that was so bad yeah, it's just so much of this i was like shit. oh poor that's when i cried i was like oh poor doggy half yeah. doggy half doggy half dog half is dog. alive now and he's like oh <laughs> shit i'm in pain yeah oh man that was great uh what else do we have um let's see uh the punks open the cemetery gates when the uh when and uh, entering the graveyard um, uh, they were still open when Tina goes in to see Freddy and they were open when Chuck and Casey were being chased by zombies at the warehouse mm-hmm. and they were still open when trash comes out. But when Bert and spider are driving, they drive through the graveyard yeah. gates. I, I never really noticed that. I just had always assumed it was a different gate. Maybe. I remember that. Just yeah. Plowed. That's well, true. They it was the same exact gate though. You're right. They showed his car. It was closed the whole time. Well, I'll be car. damned. That's very true. It blasted right through. <clears throat> when spider and Bert rush out of the embalming room towards the police cruiser a character uh can twice be seen quickly looking through the sliding people in the door the second time it's quite obvious that the person looking out is not tina or ernie uh <laughs> so that's kind of funny <laughs> but then they were the only two in the embalming room at the time so that's yeah. kind of funny um let's see uh when the, the basement door uh and uh when they uh, the basement door opens up and the tar man comes out you could see the smears on the wall on the door where his arms slid uh, and then when the group go into the basement afterwards, there are no smears on the door hmm. or near the door. Yeah. Big fuck up somebody's right there. Somebody's got to catch that. Yeah, someone's got to catch that stuff. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, uh, starting with the scene where Frank and Freddie wake up on the floor of the basement, the, the water and sweat stains on Frank's shirt change uh uh, getting inconsistently larger and smaller. <laughs> I just assumed that that was maybe just also like, you know, the course of the evening it dries and then gets gross again or maybe. who knows, you know. Um Jesus, let's see. Oh, I did I did remember that we did mention this um when the, the tar man kills suicide in the basement mm-hmm. uh and the half zombie kills uh the other kid. Remember uh, the half zombie lady? Yeah, so they yeah, put, yeah. Drag her through the window and chop yeah. her in half because she bit the kid. Mm-hmm. They don't come back like Trash did. True. Oh yeah. Why didn't they? Hmm. That's a fuck up. Hmm. I don't know. Because I, I know I said that when they walked down in the basement. Yeah, we're like, oh, that guy's gonna get still... back up, and yeah. he never did. Which I, I've seen this movie before. I've never thought about that. That's interesting. This these fun facts or these oopsie daisies are. Making me hate my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't want to read anymore. I'm not going to read these anymore. I'm shutting anymore. it down, Kyle. That's I'm shutting so the whole thing down. Shutting it down. <laughs> Too much. 
this this we noticed too this is so funny uh when frank closes the the dome on the canister when it um you know because it bursts open and yeah. he clo- slams it down and they leave the basement and the next scene it was open i just assumed the tar man was fucking with it you know yeah that's just what and i then always they figured went to go call the the army again and it yeah. was open didn't didn't that one girl close it too when she got down i there think so when she was looking for a boyfriend mm-hmm and then there was a phone behind it the one time he closed it too. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that was done intentionally to kind of make it have a bit of a creepy thing because the first time I could totally see like, oh shit, they closed that lid and it's open now. So something's still down there because yeah. we didn't know at that point in time. Didn't know. We just thought the zombie disintegrated because that's what the guy said. True. Yeah. So I mean that's interesting. But he was the tar man, right? The, yeah. That was the guy mm-hmm. in the barrel. So, so I just always assumed it was him fucking with it, but uh, that's interesting. Guess not. Um. When the movie shifts from the graveyard to the funeral home, it clearly states that the time is 9.20 on the screen, and then you look at the clock behind the dead body, and the clock clearly shows it's 10.20. Well, that maybe could just be daylight savings time, and no one turned their clock back. <laughs> I mean, I'm just th- saying, that shit happens. <laughs> like, sometimes I won't change the time in my car for, like, weeks and weeks and months until the point where it's like, well... If I change it now, I might have to change it back in like a couple months. And so it's like not just even worth it. it. I'm just going to let it run just through. Just let it roll over. <laughs> no, <laughs> but still, it's just funny. It, it could have been the mistake. Um, here are some issues where crew and, equi- a cr- uh, crew and equipment are visible. Hmm. Um, when Bert and Spider are in the cop car, they screech on the brakes to avoid hitting a horde of the undead. A cameraman can be seen in the back seat of the car as well as the uh, uh, camera. So you got to look for le- oh. red light, apparently. All right. Uh, wow, they even give timestamps in this one. At an hour and five minutes when the first two police officers arrive on the scene uh, uh, of the two disabled ambulances, a man with a black curly hair is visible in the backseat of the cruiser. That uh, might be huh. the cameraman, I would assume, uh, through the rearview mirror. So that's interesting. That's weird. Uh, another timestamped one at around eight hours. In, or, I'm sorry, eight hours. It's a long fucking movie, long guys. Movie. At eight, at eight <laughs> hours, one hour and eight minutes. It's tired. I'm tired. It's eleven o'clock at night for Christ's sakes. Uh, at the moment when uh, Ernie slaps Spider, remember he slaps him a couple Dude, times. Dude, that was a hard. Steve fucking beat the shit out of that kid. He beat the shit out of that kid. I was like, how did he act through that slap? Right. Uh, so anyway, when he slaps him, uh, you uh, saying I'm worried. I lost my spot. Ernie slaps Spider in the embalming room uh, and looks uh, uh, look to the left of Ernie. You can see the head and back of someone under the embalming table who is uh, probably doing the puppeteer. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it says. Interesting. I get, awesome. Now we have to watch this again for all these fuck-ups, dude. I know. Dude, because this uh, literally keeps going. Like, this just keeps... There's factual Jesus. errors. There's what errors in geography. Yeah, what are we at? We're runtime right now. We're at 31 minutes. Are you shitting me? Nope. Oh, my God, dude. Like I said, we could keep going. There's tons of this stuff. There's a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. So, anyway, let's just jump right into the reviews portion of it because there's sure. so much to this movie. There's plot holes, there's revealing mistakes, there's so much to this. So anyway, let's jump right into the critical reviews and then what High Horror Society thought, and then uh, we'll close it up for sure. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, So based on what you've known of horror movies the past couple months, we've been watching them, and we started watching them about this time last year, Mm -hmm. what would you say the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie would be. Oh, man. Keep in mind it is a cult classic, so I that know, is definitely... I'm already thinking like seven or above just because of that. It's, so Rotten Tomatoes is the one that's out of 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, so it would be like 70 out of 70%, 100. you At think? Least, no, it's got to be above that, so I'm just assuming because it's a cult classic. I was surprised But the look on this. your face, you're like, ooh, 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was actually surprised. It's oh, it currently holds a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds about right. I was yeah. impressive, yeah. right? Yeah. For That's a movie good. like this, yeah. like That's really good. I'm sure at the time, again, it's a cult classic, so we know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like there's you know, time kind of you know, irons out all the issues and of people course. see past it. Like Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show is slammed the first time it was released, you yeah. know, and like now they show it at midnight yeah, you know, in a bunch of theaters yeah, and people dress up it. and shit. Um, so yeah, it was a 91% approval rating nice. on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good. Uh, it was nominated for four Saturn Awards. So here's the There's Saturn Awards Saturn coming again. back, man. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be the, uh, so let's see, what was it? One that, the movie that we watched the other day won. It was like the 43rd. And so there were, so this must have been like the 15th Saturn Awards damn. or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> damn. damn. What was the first Saturn Award? I don't know. I we should know look that. this up. We're going to do right. a whole episode on the Saturn Awards. Let's do it. Um, but it won a uh, Saturn Award for Best Horror Film, Best Actor, uh, Best Director, Best Makeup uh, by the Academy of Science Fiction, nice. Fantasy, and Horror Film. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yes, uh, Robert Ebert gave the film uh, three out of four stars, mm-hmm. saying that the film is uh, kind of a sensation machine made out of the usual ingredients, and the real question is whether it's done with style. It is. Uh, Stephen Holden in the New York Times called the film a uh, modent or mod. God, these fucking words. Mordant punk comedy, Mordant. stating that it is by no means the ultimate horror movie as it aspires to be. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed <laughs> to be the. I never got the sense that it's supposed to be the ultimate horror movie. Where in the fuck? No. Some of these critics come off. They're too with, critical. With horror <laughs> movies, especially. Like, yeah, you know, horror yeah. is a tough genre because it, there's horror comedy and there's action horror and there's so sci fi horror and there's so cult many. horror. It really, like. I, I kind of feel like horror has its place in every genre almost. Like it's not it's it is so. a genre in itself, but it like it can blend well. Yeah, it blends well with everything. It's <laughs> like yeah, it's like Coke. It goes well with everything. You can have a Coke with a burger. Oh. You could have a Coke with that a, Oh, not that Coke. <laughs> it's like, Kyle's what? like, yeah, I can see that. I can relate. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is like Coke, Zach. <laughs> yeah, wow. let's go. Give me another key bump. What? Well, it's late at night. I mean, we need some night. energy. No, Ooh. like Coca-Cola. Coke. I'm sorry. <laughs> You gotta Jeez. clarify. I gotta preface this with God, fucking. I'm all excited. So like, yeah, huh? it's like, it's like a soda beverage. A soda pop that goes with well with everything, like right. Dr Pepper. There you go, Dr Pepper. Can you see an instance where Dr Pepper doesn't apply? Um, yeah, when you're doing coke. <laughs> when you're doing coke. <laughs> when you're doing coke and drinking coke, Dr Pepper is not what you need. No. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh. It's yeah, you're like horror is kind of its own genre, but it's also like you said, it blends well with other things. So, like, and there, this movie is really self-aware. It's not going like this critic. This pissed me off because it's just like the ultimate horror movie it aspires to be. It never once seemed to tout that and like claim that it was. It it is just it's clearly a parody of itself. Like it's clearly mocking the zombie genre and how ridiculous and stupid. I mean, fucking. Chick dancing naked, uh, <laughs> zombies coming up out of the ground and talking. They have no organs to speak or lungs to breathe out. Right, you know that, gr- somehow... that one zombie lady was complete skeleton and rotted <laughs> out. You know, and they're moving Still fast. Moving. Like yeah, you know, really there's it's just it's just ridiculous. Like there's yeah. I would never look at this movie and say I take it seriously. Even watching the trailer that we watched that was yeah, from the showed 80s. the wife she was laughing her ass 
Yeah, it's, still, it's silly and stupid, and that's exactly what it is. It's too like, critical. It's too right critical. up there with like Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Deathgasm, mm-hmm. Evil Dead, or Evil Dead Two, and stuff like that. It's right up there with those like horror comedy movies, and um, so that yeah. And as I said before, so the High Horror Society thoughts, Kyle, please lay it on us. What do you got? What do you think? We'll do a rating out of ten this time. Out of ten. Ooh. I mean, a number and tell me why. Go. I'd give it a nine. Yeah. It's pretty close to that top ten. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it was funny. Made me laugh. It's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. And with all these facts you just shared, like it just it brought it up there even more now. It was yeah. Six weeks in filming. Right. Like that's that's you got a lot done in a short period of time. Hell yeah. That's and pretty cool. Totally impacted the entire zombie genre forever. Right. Forever changed it. I mean, sometimes I think like when something takes longer. It's not as impactful, but when you when it's kind of not really rushed, but like oh we got it done in a short amount of time, there's less like overthinking and like oh yes, you let's just, just get it done. Get and like the this basics. is how it is. There's something about that too yeah. that you pull up your, your you know you pull up your bootstraps and you just fucking get it done. Like yeah. there's something about that too. You you like you said you cut the corners and stuff. And I can't I can't believe I just thought about this now. But another thing that this movie really introduced was like quick zombies. And you mentioned this earlier, yeah, like quick. oh shit, they're fast in this one. <laughs> yeah. It's like you can't get away from that. Yeah, and that's something we hadn't. <laughs> seen ever ever because like again we're all used to the romero shuffling like uh, zombies and like dragging yeah, and dragging stuff. their feet yeah. and fucking down the road and stuff like that this was the first mo- at least one i've seen it i guess that, that had yeah. like fast zombies and then I, I don't think there had been one that really did that again until like 28 days later which some people okay. will be like those are infected not zombies but i kind of include them in the same category it's kind of the same. zombies are a form of infected i would True. assume so yeah, unless there's supernatural voodoo zombies then which there's something different so then it's a whole other it's genre a, yeah, it's a whole new thing yeah which we're not in right now, now we're not getting we're into about, it now people we're, we're not talking about the rigor mortis zombies the rigor mortis <laughs> slow shuffling zombies and then there's just the fast ones the fast so ones. yeah that, that's something i didn't really realize is it's probably one of the first movies i've seen hmm. growing up watching horror movies consistently that had the quick zombies in it. I'm yes. sure there's a couple more that I'm missing, but probably. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to have to agree with you on your rating, dude. Um, I would say a nine nice. as well. It's not the perfect 10, but God damn it. It's fucking hilarious. It's pretty close. It's the music is great. The acting is yes. just perfect. Like even for being crazy over the top as it is, they actually do a really good job selling it. Like, oh, you yeah, know, like totally. yeah, you can, you could definitely see like, it just was a fun ride. It really it was. was at no Made point. Laugh was I so bored? Much. Yeah, it was just the ridiculousness of it, you know, the the, the when they're fighting the um the cadaver in the medical room, <laughs> the supply hot warehouse, and the three of them are all attacking the guy, and it's you know so they funny. drive the pickaxe through his head. And where the fuck did he get the pickaxe again? Like he just like again, had it out of nowhere. He's just like he's back into frame. Just like where the fuck did this thing come from? Did they separate the body and the head. Yeah, and it's still just, moving around. It was it's just like, ridiculous. And then they're chasing the torso around, or the the torso and the legs are like running around. They're tackling it and tying so it up. And so, it was just it was like watching the Three Stooges yeah, or something. Like you said. Everyone's moaning and just wrestling, and yeah. things are being broken, <laughs> knocking over. Things are getting it's a destroyed. Half dog laying when on the, the floor. Uh, when the blind boyfriend zombie broke out of the chapel, he was like looking for his girlfriend. He's literally just running through the halls of the church, <laughs> tearing everything off the walls, tearing like. down <laughs> pictures. I saw him grab like the light from the wall and like kind of shake it, but didn't rip it all the way out because that would probably like, do like real damage. They're probably like, no, don't do that. Yeah, just <laughs> knock like, down the pictures. That's not, and... not part of the set. <laughs> <laughs> Gets electrocuted. Oh God! We'll what a way to go out. Shot. 
But yeah, I, I, I think it's fair to say that I loved this movie and I have for yeah. a while and I'm glad I was able to, sh- I'm glad I was able to share this. Thank gem you, with you for sharing your horror movie knowledge. No problem. Not yeah. in my knowledge, the internet's knowledge that well, I just copy I w- and paste into. I wouldn't even know about it unless you shared it. It makes me sound really <laughs> smart when I sit and read all this stuff. Like See? I fucking know it all off the top of my head. Right. Well, just don't <laughs> say you're reading it off the internet. Oh shit. I know everything. Yep. Now you just... saw behind the curtain guys. <laughs> Yep, Behind it's like just like the Wizard of Oz all over again. Yep, we know who you are. <laughs> we know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows who I am, unfortunately. I'm You're not on camera now. Yeah, oh shit, we are on camera uh, now. Uh, oh god. That's Jesus. right. We're not going to use these cameras. No. It's all going to be audio. Yeah, just audio only from <laughs> now on. No more video. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, that's that's it. So nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Return of the Living Dead, a classic. Bravo. A 1985 classic. classic. Go see it. Check it out. It was on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I saw that post on Reddit, so thank you, kind redditor, who posted and let everybody know. Everybody know that it is on Amazon Prime to watch. I watched it immediately. Thank you. Perfect. And then thank made you. a podcast right after. Hell yeah. Hell yes, we did. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Peace.